Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. A bipartisan group of current and former House lawmakers file an amicus brief in the case against the president's three federal workforce executive orders. The brief makes similar arguments against the executive orders that several federal unions made in their own lawsuits against the Trump administration. A federal judge consolidated those lawsuits into one. House Oversight and Government Reform Committee ranking member Elijah Cummings and Republican Congressman Peter King were among the four who filed the brief. Former Congressman Willie Clay Sr. and Jim Leach also filed the brief. Clay and Leach were members of the committee that originally considered and drafted the Civil Service Reform Act. The State Department plans to spend almost a billion dollars on IT modernization. The Bureau of Consular Affairs in the State Department awards a $850 million contract to Northrop Grumman to modernize four key services. Consular Affairs wants the vendor to bring its passport and visa application services, its overseas citizen services, and its internal business processes onto a consolidated technology framework. Over the course of the next decade, Consular Affairs says this modernization effort will impact more than 300 locations, including 230 overseas posts and 29 passport agencies. I'm Jason Miller. The General Services Administration is a step closer to getting the go-ahead to buy the Transportation Department's headquarters. The Senate Appropriations Committee approves nearly $800 million for the purchase. The agency's lease on its Navy Yard headquarters ends in 2021, but it must decide if it will continue to rent or buy this October. GSA says it'll save $50 million in rent if it buys the building. The Energy Department's National Nuclear Security Administration breaks ground on a new facility. The new complex in Albuquerque, New Mexico will include over 1,200 agency employees. The $174 million project will consolidate the existing campus of 25 buildings within a single headquarters. The Army Corps of Engineers will oversee construction of the facility. The agency says the new campus will reduce its deferred maintenance costs by $40 million. Only 19 people are in charge of recruiting physicians to work at over 1,200 Veterans Affairs facilities across the country. Nearly all of VA Medical Center cited staffing shortages, but human resources professionals are the most common vacancy. VA says it's hired 422 HR specialists as of April, but still lacks the HR capacity it needs to quickly recruit and staff 35 to 40,000 vacancies. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services proposes two new rules to overhaul how it pays for home health care. More now from Tom Tevin in today's management report. The proposals respond to requirements in the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2018. One rule would let CMS reimburse home care agencies for the costs of remote patient monitoring. Another would establish so-called patient-driven groupings models, which changes how home care providers are paid. The rules take up 600 pages in the Federal Register. Comments are open until August 18th. I'm Tom Temin. The Pentagon has put its CIO in charge of what's likely to be the biggest IT project in DOD's history, but there are still a lot of questions about DOD's broader cloud strategy. In a statement to Federal News Radio, the department clarified a news release it issued a week ago saying CIO Dana DC will take over responsibility for the upcoming multi-billion dollar JEDI contract. That procurement had been overseen by DOD's Cloud Executive Steering Group, but JEDI was only one of its assigned tasks. It was also supposed to develop a broader strategy to move DOD's IT system to the cloud. As of now, the Pentagon says it's still not sure what will become of the CESG. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Members of the National Guard are having trouble sleeping. A new study finds soldiers returning from deployment in Iraq, Afghanistan, Somalia, and other war zones are not sleeping well. It says 81% of guardsmen experience trouble getting shut-eye. The soldiers described feeling vulnerable after their deployment. 
and Lieutenant General Darrell Williams becomes West Point's newest superintendent. Williams is the first black officer to hold the position in the Academy's 216-year history. Williams formerly served as Deputy Chief of Staff for the Army in Europe. He is the 60th person to head West Point. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.